What's up, everybody? It's time to finally do something we've talked about doing for a long time, and that is revisit some of our show subjects. We'll do a little rescoring, revisit some characters that have updates since they've last been in the courtroom, and unfortunately, it seems we may have killed off a few of our subjects, and we'll talk about those folks as well. Don't worry, we're all here, and this isn't a reboot of any kind, so don't sweat that. A driving catalyst was the latest news we've received about Vince McMahon. Holy shit. Literally, on another person. So with that, we'll get started a little bit with our recap show, but first we are going to dive and take a little trip over to the inbox, where uh, I believe Mikey has has the latest mail that was sent to us today. That's correct. Uh, We got a review... This one's a good one. All right. Not another one star. Not another one star. It's trending in the right direction. I know. I know. And this one is short and sweet, and it's from Nicey723, N-I-S-E-Y, Nissy or Nicey, I don't know. And he or she said, so fun to listen to you, great in-depth info, easy to digest, glad I found you. So we appreciate that, Nicey or Nissy723, and uh, you are way cooler than preliminary score cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we hold grudges. And Hank House 66. (laughs) You know. And and magic. What was the one guy's name? Wizard seventy. Wizard seventy. That's Wizard right. seventy was the original culprit. He was. That's, that's right. That's right. He hated us for hating on Michael Jackson. So, anyways, you're in the cool camp with us. That's exactly right. And we do owe someone a shout out. That is totally correct. And this one, I feel really bad about yeah, because Jeez. It, this is a hundred percent my fault. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's funny because I I had I know I I hadn't been on Reddit in a while and I'm sorry about that now you know but I I went back on there and I saw one a guy hit me up uh Ronnie Vermin had messaged and this was back when we first launched Genghis Khan and he was like dude great show uh you didn't give me a shout out and then I looked back and it had actually been like just just like two weeks before yeah. we did that show and he yeah. it suggested it and I had responded and was like, that's a great show idea. It's probably going to get done. Did the show and totally forgot. <laughs> so and then didn't that. even respond to Ronnie Vermin for like a month. So I, I hit him back and I was like, hey, dude, like for real, I'm super sorry. We're going to give you a mega shout out. And I, I hope that uh, you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry about that, Ronnie. And as a lot of you have communicated with us, we get back to you pretty quick. Some are quicker than others. I'll, I'll say that. But, you know, we definitely always try to engage with our fans. It is tons of fun mm-hmm. um, to kind of hear what you guys have to say because, you know, we, we sit and create this and talk in the microphones and we have a good time. But, you know, yeah. it's always cool to hear what other people think, yeah. again, good or bad. We're not going to call everybody out. Don't worry. No, I will. We, we if you give me a one-star <laughs> review, you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get lit up. Um, also, if you join the Fart Circle on Patreon, you actually get access to our cell numbers <laughs> that is not true at all. Or it's just Mikey cell phone. I text message people all the time. You know what I mean? I get calls like in meetings, and I'm just like, hold on a second. This is this is one of our fans. This is one of my fart yeah. circle. Exactly. Patrons. I tell my boss, hey, could you could you hold on a second here? I've I've got to get back to this guy on who uh, is it? Who's so important? It's douche nozzle seventy four yeah. on Instagram, and it's about Casey Anthony being a straight Orlando hoe. <laughs> and my boss is like, fuck yeah, I understand. All right. Prioritize, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. All right, and we've also got one more review uh, that we received, and it's from either Uwu Mercy Uwu or UWU Mercy UWU. I like Uwu. I like Uwu Mercy Uwu. Yeah. And uh, he or she said, absolutely love this episode. Uh, it was in reference to the Taylor Swift one. Yeah. And the work that you guys do. 
looked up Dubai porta potties, and I will say I will never be the same person again. Yeah, that's right. Dot dot dot. Thanks, guys, in all caps. Uh huh. That's thanks to me. Yeah. And I'll take that one because <laughs> I, I actually, that. when I was writing that show, and I was like. Because I remember finding Dubai porta potties and went down that rabbit hole. And like I said, there's no videos. You're not looking at the actual pornography. You're just reading about these things and seeing some of the messages back and forth. And it it just stuck in my brain for a long time. And this is going to dovetail very nicely with our Vince McMahon discussion that's coming up here shortly. <laughs> but it just sort of blew me away. So as I was writing that show, I was like, I am going to force thousands of other people to also go down this rabbit hole. And it looks like it worked. Yep. Well, they're they're braver than I am, or I believe Randy is, because uh, uh, oh, but you got to look at their analytics. You're like, huh? We've had a sudden spike in Google searches, and what <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get accomplished. Do buy porta potties? Interesting, Johnson. That's right. That's yeah, right. Mikey's the one that's always trying to get us up to look up blue waffles. Or, oh no, you know, uh-uh, like. I refuse. That one still. That's there's certain things you from tricked the, us with lemon party back in the day. Lemon party was solid. You tricked us with meat spinner, so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Everybody has these things. That was a a the, when the internet was still sort of the wild west. And you're like, oh, look, Google Maps is going to zoom in right on your right home. Right on your house. And all of a sudden there was just a dude <laughs> catching the D, boy. <laughs> so, Thanks, Randy. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it was like, oh, no. I was like, dude, I'm just talking about, I'm reading, like, text here. I'm not actually watching the videos. So, anyways, uh, you know, that's just good good stuff. Absolutely. But thanks to everybody that reached out. Um, one thing that we will say is maybe, like, hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook through messages. Uh, that's where we really go and look when we're compiling all of our lists of, yeah. of assholes to cover. Yeah. Um, we try to cover all the different internet forums, but if you really, you know, to get that shout out, probably Instagram or Facebook is going to be one of the best places to leave that message. Yeah, yep. or you can just come down here to Atlanta and spray paint an overpass and we'll totally do it. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's get started with our little recap here, and we are going to start with Vince McMahon. So, uh, unless Tell us how we got to this point, because this yep. all began with a single text message that well, Randy sent out. <laughs> oh, yeah, how we got, like, yeah, us, the three we, of us. We yeah. got to this point. So, um, I was on the internet just perusing and I found this um, this article that talked about Vince McMahon and some text that had leaked out. So essentially there was an employee with the WWF mm-hmm. and from pretty much everything I read and what I understand, she was given a job under the pretense of you're going to be kind of an assistant and it quickly escalated into like sexual favors and yeah. stuff like her parents had died right and then like he did her job as, or he gave her job as like a favor i it was so she got oh, the job kind of knowing she yeah. got the job kind of knowing somebody i think something like that yes yeah but then he would promote her like she kind of would get yeah. these ghost promotions and apparently he bought her like a luxury car yeah and all this stuff but shit got really really sideways yeah the price of admission yes was <laughs> yeah was high. Let's Th- just yeah. say that things went very sideways, and she threatened to sue the WWE. Mm-hmm. And this is all. And it, again, my timelines, whatever. I don't dive too much into this kind of mm-hmm. shit. But if you remember back in 2022, this all kind of popped off, and I think that's may of what's prompted us to do the Vince McMahon episode at the time. Yeah, something like that. Um, He's constantly in shit. Though, yeah, it seems but like. there was all these allegations of the sexual misconduct. Right, his daughter stepped away from the company. Yeah. Um, so they're like things did not look good. But he had this employee sign an NDA with the premise of, I'm going to also pay you $3 million. Yeah. Yep, yep. We paid her a million dollars. Yeah. And then well, thought, thought that might have been good enough, or he stopped paying, 
But essentially, with her case, it was outside of the NDA because it was absolutely criminal. Well, and, and on top of that, let's go ahead and, and, and clarify that the NDA actually stands for numerous dicks and ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's uh, legal term. That's right. That's official. When he yeah. does paperwork. That's right. Yeah. Are you going to sign this NDA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, well, I don't know. Is it going to, like, do I get a luxury car? <laughs> yes. And the answer was yes. Honestly, that's I feel bad making that joke because she's. it's obvious that this is not a great situation for her to be in. It just was too easy. So. Oh, for sure. So, long story short, things went very, very sideways, and a lot of the information has come out in regards to what her lawsuit is and some of the details. Yes. And it is the details is that's kind of got everybody looking at Vince really fucked up yeah. right now. So it um, was late one evening. Randy fires off a text to us. I like did. 930 or 10. I yeah. found a text message that had been published and leaked by a number of sources from Vince to this employee. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it. And like immediately texted it to us, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and it was like, which was worth it because it was it's so fucking shocking. Here you go. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll read my text message to Buddy and Mikey. Yes, and then we're gonna have our very posh, cool British friend. That's right, Daniel. Daniel read the text message because it is so filthy that we literally i am not reading this <laughs> we have said we've have talked about eating mama june's asshole and it is so nasty that we literally all of us nobody wants nope. to touch this yep. one i'm not touching it all right so the text that i sent was a screenshot of this article with the text that we're going to hear uh, daniel read in a minute and i said damn vince homie went hardcore Pornhub nasty on the text line that's right and this is the text that I sent over from Vince McMahon, not me. <laughs> this is from Vince McMahon. <laughs> Clarify that yes, again. Yes. This is, and I'll I'll zoom in. This is a message sent from Vince McMahon to Janelle Grant, and that is the uh, the young lady's name. That That's is right. the accuser. About your last picture, you need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks in all three holes at the same time. Weigh up your pussy and weigh up your ass. As far as they will go, but even farther, and the thickest cock goes down your throat so it makes you gag, and convulse as those big black cocks pound away. It feels like from the start you're being assaulted but it's made you come non-stop. Just one continuous constant orgasm and just before you pass out those big black dicks squirt their loads of cum inside you as you lay on your stomach the cum is coming out of all your holes. It'll turn you over and jack off all over you. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so in a no shocking turn of events, that will be my mom's favorite segment of the show. Oh, yeah. Show. She yeah. will turn it off halfway through that text. It was so, like, on the scale of one to ten, that is freak nasty, dude. Like, I mean, seriously. I have, like, I, you know, everybody gets into the sexting game to some extent, right? It's, it's 2023. We've all sexted our partners. It's 2024. 2024. 2024. <laughs> it's, now, in all fairness, it's just January. So... I'm only off by a whole month <laughs> now. What? So the thing is, is that I've never come close to anything that that's absolutely that, that nasty. not. Yeah, and that's and, a long one too. Like, oh, I mean, like he was long. typing it out like this is gold. Oh, and, and he was awesome. detail, like yeah. real detail. Oh, he was writing a a nasty like romance novel <laughs> for dudes and texting like elite speak like to like a 12 year old I was like you are is your yeah 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 all of oh it really oh yeah. oh yeah 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 and he miss misspelled pussy oh he did yeah he, put an e in he it. didn't have time 
There was no. That wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's not, there's not time for editing. It's a fever text. Yeah, right exactly. There. He, sent, sent, he's sent. texting with his left thumb while his dick is in his right hand. You know what I'm he's saying? Doing the oh, swipe yeah. So good. He is. Yeah, he's like, that's. Swipe. She gets it. She knows what's going on. And I, I just couldn't. So, it's Randy sent this, and I, I read it, and it literally was so shocking that I immediately had to read this article. And so, as I read the article, I think, okay, this is the lead. Wrong. The, <laughs> they buried the lead. Yeah. The lead was during a threesome. He took a dump on her head. Okay, and, and we don't kink shame on this show, but no. What the absolute fuck, man? No, real. I just we I have had this conversation since with multiple people, mostly at work. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you're I, I can't like that's not my bag. I just don't understand. And then Randy made a good point because I mean Vince McMahon is in pretty good shape for his age. Like he's close to eighty, still pretty yoked. He's on steroids. You know he's doing tons of protein shakes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So All this and steroids. We were talking and, about yep. the heft of that dump. It was probably like a Chipotle burrito yeah, dropped from right. the second story. Exactly. It wasn't like some poopy smeary dump. No, it was like she got hit with a burrito. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's Three what you're hoping. That's what you're hoping for <laughs> versus like, I don't know. If she was hoping for that. I think well, she, versus like well, a Taco Bell. I mean, if <laughs> if you're giving me an option, yeah. Which one would you prefer? I want it to balance off my head. I think. Yeah. You know, what not I'm saying? getting my eyes. No, 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 no. So of course, and then also the other part too was that he was using dildos on her that he had named after WWE superstars. Right. So, of course, <laughs> there was multiple jokes made where, you know, the the most painful was going to be Andre the Giant. Yeah. And or the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Buddy asks us, you know, for $3 million, which is what she was asking to get paid, are you going to let Vince McMahon take a dump on your head and use Andre the Giant on you? <laughs> I didn't even take a millisecond. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I followed up with, uh, well, would you do it for $1 million knowing that that's all he was going to pay you? Well, and th so then I had a serious conversation with another friend of mine because I was like, well, I mean, what do you do? And, you know, I think the question for them was, does anybody know about this? Is there going to be a video? Yeah, of course there's going to be there's a video. definitely a video. It's a video that goes online. No, oh, it goes on the WWE Raw Monday Night Live <laughs> and website. And 4chan yeah. and all that. I think that's a tough one. For a mill, <laughs> I'm moving to another country and retiring, obviously, because a mill ain't going to get it done here. Nah. No, you not anymore. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go like the Philippines where uh, I'll take a dump on people. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's like just a John McAfee joke. We're coming back to John McAfee, <laughs> right. going to Belize and taking uh, a dump on some people. And we'll actually talk about him later. That's correct. That's correct. So... As we got to this, we obviously were like, oh my gosh. In fact, another friend of ours hit me up and was like, okay, you guys, you're going to have to revisit Vince McMahon and change that score. So what was our score for Vince McMahon? So Vince McMahon's final score was a 5.75. Up there with P. We're Diddy and John Schnatter. Off. He was way exactly off. tied with P. Diddy and Papa John Schnatter. No. Yep. Yep. No. I don't, I, so the thing is, the idea of him abusing this woman and like doing things that are so demeaning like taking a dump on her which I'm sure she wasn't like oh yeah that was like in the moment he probably just was like <laughs> you know like impulse control thing he just took it that's not the first time he's taken a dump on somebody and I and we talked about this a little bit uh, a couple nights ago I would not be surprised no joke to find out that Vince McMahon 
hunted poor people for sport at some point in his life. <laughs> we were talking that. about that because there was a movie yes. back in the 80s or That's 90s right. called yeah. Surviving the Game with Ice-T yes. where the rich, like Wall Street, would pick up <laughs> yeah. homeless people yeah. and take them out in the woods and yep. then hunt them for sport. Yeah. And we were like, I bet you Vince McMahon's done that. Yeah. Yep. I think when you're a billionaire, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, I don't know, like, it's just some sort of overload where you, you have access to everything so shit gets real boring. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when you're a kid and you get access to, like, candy for the first time is like, you know, and you're like, oh, this is incredible. And then as an adult, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know, I can buy all the candy I want. It's like that. But for them, it's like taking shits on people or possibly hunting homeless people. <laughs> you know, they've got to raise that level of sort of. Uh, uh, so like uh, the feeling I got as a kid walking around selling my candy bars for two dollars yes. and eating one every time yes. I sold one. Yeah. Um, it's the same feeling they would get. Uh huh. Oh, 100%. Huh. For 100%. the average shit. Like, their their sex is not... Like, the best sex they've ever had is something so insane that they will buy an island and fly people in to fuck there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Check out our Jeffrey Epstein double episode. <laughs> That's exactly on. right. That's all court. And so, I said, I, in, as a billionaire, you know you're not going to get in trouble for shit, really. Like, you can get a civil case against you, but I promise you, you could probably kill people and get away with it. You know what I'm saying? You can have handlers... So I'm not saying that he did this, but like, you know, if people set up like guides to go trout fishing, there's probably a billionaire guide that like picks up homeless people and then takes him to some like it's like a pheasant. There's hunt. definitely more movies that this sounds like some movies. Oh, it is because, oh, yeah, it's, sure. because it's the thought process is like, you know, like there's movies about people taking dumps on people. It's <laughs> true, too. And you're like, wow, you know, so I just feel like we're way off. So I, if I'm going to rescore Vince McMahon, I, I mean. I, I, he's, man, okay, let me look here. I think I'm, I mean. I think I know where I've got him. Okay, you go ahead then while I'm thinking. All right, so kind of looking at scores and, and relating to his score and where we had him at and what his true score is. You know, a couple of these folks have killed people in these upper sevens, uh, so. We're pretty sure that Vince McMahon has too at this I, point. That, that's where I'm ticking it down a little bit. I've got him right in the range with Dr. Phil. So I'm going to have him at actually a 7.23. Okay. All right. 7.23 is going to be my revised Vince McMahon asshole score. Which that's pretty good because like I'm right there in that same realm. I was actually going to rescore him at a 7.1 with a shitty pants Ted Nugent. Oh, he at least right. kept it in his pants. But right. Vince, you know. Ted Nugent's definitely hunted people. Yeah. I think they would probably go out and hunt people together. Yeah. Yeah, and Ted Nugent thinks he's a badass, so he just uses a bow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just hurts real bad. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just like, I ain't about that shit. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real sportsman. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even use a compound bow. He's got like some like fucking like long bow. bow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some long bow. Uh, I think, you know, my number is going to be closer to Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen strikes me as the type of person that would shit on people. And, I had my and, eye on him, too. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense, too, with all the money he had and how crazy he was on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with a 7.33 revised score for Vince McMahon. Vince the Dump McMahon. Vince the Dump McMahon. <laughs> all right. With a 7.23 from Randy, a 7.1 from Buddy, and a 7.33 from Mikey, Vince McMahon's rescore is the 7.22. All right, 7.22, again, just above Dr. Phil, who came in at 7.2 flat, and just below Mel Gibson at a 
So I now, mean, and I hate Dr. Phil, but I feel like we scored him pretty high. Pretty high. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at some of these. And poor Cardi B, I think she just kind of felt my wrath. Yeah. She's like, 6.83. Uh, yeah, my wrath too. Dude, yeah. Dr. Like, Dr. Phil, we scored higher than Andrew Tate, who is an actual human trafficker. And I think we did the Andrew Tate episode after the Dr. Oh, Phil. Oh, we did. Yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> when he, we knew what was happening. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's it an imperfect it science, is. boys. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's getting more calibrated. But it, that also brings yeah. us to our next one, yep. which was so early on that it was the first one, the very yeah. first episode we ever did. And I will say that if you go back and listen to our super early episodes, yeah. man, um, we were much more rigid. And yeah. I think we cared a lot more about what we said. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> well, yeah, we were just getting our podcast legs yeah. under us. We were although, just although finding our voice. One of the greatest jokes that no one will ever hear outside our three ears occurred on the on the uh, the John Gotti episode, uh-huh. which was the second episode we ever did. Yep. This is the Andre the Giant joke? No, no. Nope. This uh-huh. is a, a joke Buddy told. That, oh. that 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 goes unspoken. Yeah, uh, that we all laugh real hard about, but it'll never be told. Still to this day, Still we laugh about this it. Day. I yeah. thought you were talking about the Andre the Giant joke that we were doing, where he was thumbing buttholes with that huge, <laughs> giant know, thumb. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that sucked. We uh we always do warm ups here on the show, and yeah. that was somehow that one warm up got mm-hmm. lost to time. It just got lost to the ether, <laughs> yeah. and that was one that could have been just like. Some Patreon. Oh, shit I was laughing out. so hard, I literally was starting to black out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Randy has a good, a good Andre the Giant voice. He does too, so that really sold it. And uh, also, I mean, it was just a filthy joke per usual. Anyway, so look, the point is, Ty Cobb was our first show ever. Yep, we were rigid. We didn't really know necessarily how the show was going to sound. I had never, you know, talked into a microphone intentionally. Yeah, we all still hated our microphone voices That's at that right. point. Yep. Oh, yeah, totally. the only other time I talked to, into a microphone prior to that was in a play when I was in second grade. Nice. And I went up there, and the microphone was too tall, and the whole <laughs> audience just laughed at me. Oh no! And I was so stoked because I had gotten the part of George Washington, oh. and I was like, dude first in the country or whatever i don't even know i was stoked i had a fucking powdered wig on went up there started laughing so hard i couldn't deliver the line oh no and i had to just walk away oh no yeah oh, so no. now the walk of shame exactly off of the stage fast forward 30 something years i did have that one job right out of high school right where i was a hype man oh, guys, that's right you guys remember this oh, now yeah, do hype right. man. man this was absolutely insane and this is no shit I woke up one morning at like 6.37 in the morning. My phone was ringing. Yep. And the night before, I had a bunch of people in my house. We were up late. We I were... was there when the phone rang, and I missed this call. Yep. <laughs> and our buddy had this job somehow, essentially through a marketing company, where he would drive these promotional vehicles to a location every day mm-hmm. and essentially give away promotional stuff. A Mountain Dew Hummer, like the H1 My Hummer. very oh, wow. first day. He called me at 6.30 in the morning. He's like, if you can be here by 8.30, then you got the job. I was like, all right. And it was paying like way more than what I was making in my other job. Yeah, it wasn't like it was like ten bucks an hour. We were like, holy shit. Uh, no, it was closer to like sixteen or fifteen. Damn. Yeah, this was like in nineteen Yeah. So yeah. So I jumped. I went. The first day I, I literally got there, my buddy was like, Here's what we do. I met this guy and he gave me the keys to an H one Hummer. Yeah. And was like, You guys drive fifty miles away and give away all this shit. So this H1 was kind of, it was, again, the giant ones, where it was just the front cab. And I remember sitting in the driver's seat, 
and hold my arm all the way out to the right. Yeah. And my buddy sitting in the passenger seat held his left arm all the way out, and we couldn't touch fingers. That's yeah. how wide Jeez. that was. Wow. Yeah. And there was no back seat. Yeah. It was the whole bed was completely flat, but it had been customized where you fold the bed back. It was a big cooler. Right. So we dumped hundreds of Mountain Dews cans yeah. in the back of this thing with ice. And this is when Mountain Dew was the height. It was the height. And we there were speakers on the back of it as well. Yeah. So we would literally drive to like grand openings of grocery stores, park out in the parking lot, and they're like, draw attention, play music, and give away all your stuff. Yeah. And so I did. I had I was on the mic all summer. On was awesome. the mic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was yeah. a cool job. When I was 19 and I was living in an apartment, one of my neighbors actually, um, his wife worked at a strip club, and they tried to get me to come be the DJ there at the strip club and i interviewed for it could have had the job but i was like nah, this just doesn't feel right at yeah. all but i would have been talking on the mic a lot welcome on the side stage everybody get those dollar bills ready for brandy that's right yeah yeah so ty cobb also killed the stripper so let's get into that <laughs> uh <laughs> No, but seriously, like, so when we first did that show, I think we were, again, we didn't really know how to score them, but the reality is, is, and we addressed everything that he did wrong, so we didn't miss anything. Right. He definitely was a virulent racist, yep. assaulted people, including going up into the stands and beating a man with no hands. With no hands. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, um, that's not a good look. No. No, he beat an elevator guy. I beat, stabbed a guy in Washington D.C. If I'm I not mistaken, I think that's right. And yeah. that city shot a guy and killed him in Detroit as well. He might have a couple bodies on him that isn't verified, but nothing would surprise me. That's you, what we talked about on the show. Was that like he would kill somebody and then just drive off to the next town? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, like a truck driver does now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember uh, what happened to his parents? I don't. I don't remember that. Mm-mm. So. Mr. Cobb suspected his wife of cheating. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that's and right. She was. That's and right. He acted like he left, and he did leave. Yeah. And the boyfriend or somebody came over. Yeah. And the husband showed up back in the window, and I think he got killed. Ah, fuck! I, know. I can't I remember how it all played out. Now that I bring it up, sorry about all that. But no, that's I actually remember a good there was point. Like some super traumatic shit to where yeah. one of his parents killed the other one. Yeah. I think and it was that, his mom killed his dad. It was his mom that killed his dad. She yeah. thought it was like a robber. But she blew oh, his yeah, dad away. That's right. And that's when we got into our first bout of nasty sex because we were talking about, uh, you know, in those times there was no AC units. And so, people, so that's about how long it took in this show to get into it. <laughs> the first episode, Ty Cobb's childhood. That's exactly. how long it took. It was about was 15 minutes something. in to get something yep. that was real gross. Yeah. So, Sorry about all that. So let's look at some scores then for Ty Cobb. If we've got him, uh, you know, kind of... We scored, yeah. What? Okay. We what? His his old score. His old score was a four point eight three. Oh, <laughs> so right, lord! So just your average racist Joe. Yeah, you know, Kid Rock is <laughs> slightly above 4. him. 9. And he didn't. Kid Rock. I don't think he's killed anybody. Nah, definitely just shooting Bud Light. Cans. Oprah Winfrey is just below Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, revisiting what we know about Ty Cobb, I'm probably gonna put him. You know what? I think I got him up there with my pillow and Kanye, around a six-one. But I'm gonna put him a tick higher to six point one five, actually, just above John Wayne and below Tony Robbins. I think. Okay. Is where I'm gonna put Ty Cobb initially. Slide him in. Or finally, John much. and Tony. Yep. I'm gonna have to bump him up a little bit more because I mean, like we've got like Chevy Chase at a six point six six. Yeah, that's probably swinging to miss. And Jenny uh, McCarthy at a six point six. Um, I'm actually gonna take him if we think that he might have a body on him. 
Takashi Six Nine also tried to get a body on him, so uh, I'm gonna put him up with Takashi Six Nine at a seven point five six. That right. guy fell off the face of the earth too. Oh, oh man. yeah, sure it's okay. We're all better for it. Yep, seven point five six for Buddy Mikey. What you uh, got? So yeah, I mean, obviously we gotta bump him up, and it's tough uh, because you know he's an ass, also a great player, different times. <laughs> Yeah, because that was even back when the newspapers wouldn't really cover a him, lot like, of yeah, like right. him jumping him out of the stands, yeah. beating up people with no arms. I am going to I'm going to put him up there with Axel Rose at a six point nine two. Okay, they both seem like they were probably assholes you didn't want to be around. Tyka probably killed somebody, <laughs> so so there's that. All right, six point nine two for Mikey. Yeah, Claude Luker was the guy with no hands that got fucking his. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine, like, so you're sitting next to Claude Luker, and that he's, you're like, hey, hey, man, I mean, I think Ty- I'd probably calm down a little bit. <laughs> I, think he's, a little bit. I, I think Ty can hear you, and then he, like, turns around, and he comes up in the stands, and you- Holy and- shit, bro, he's coming for you. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I'm running. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he doesn't have any hands. But it didn't, it didn't matter at that point. Come on, Tyrus. <laughs> Tyrus had a wild temper. Like, yes, literally, he probably he you talk to people get so mad that they black out. Oh. He definitely blacked out and oh, beat this yeah, handless guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, with a six point one five from Randy, a seven point five six from Buddy, and a six point nine two from Mikey. Ty Cobb's rescore is a six point eight eight. All right, six point eight eight. Joining some very interesting company. Uh, at six point eight six, we have Joel Austin. And at 6.9, we have Mama June Shannon. Yes. Oh, so yeah. So in between Joel Austin and Mama June now falls Ty Cobb. The Mama June episode. Man, that's one that's, I mean. Legendary. Yeah, that one sticks with me. That's an bit. all-star episode right it there. Is, if you haven't good. listened to it, go check it out. Eh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> he said just skip minute yeah. 27 through 30. Okay, all right. So, buddy, uh, your turn. Who's somebody that you want to talk about that we need to that we should be revisiting and rescoring? Okay, so you know, one of the people that we have to rescore and we have to look back at it, of course, is we're gonna have to relook at Kanye West because when we did that episode, yeah. none of the crazy stuff had really happened. He was starting right. to kind of he go, was crazy, but not this level of crazy. Yeah, right. he was more like yelling at paparazzi but he wasn't anti-semitic at that time or at least he wasn't publicly anti-semitic at that time and uh yeah no there's a lot of stuff that's been going on with kanye it's true and i think everybody's aware now to some extent about him going on the alex jones show another one of our episodes check that out so when you get kanye and alex jones together it's not going to be good (laughs) i was about to say that is a a recipe for entertainment uh yes for us yeah absolutely but it's it hasn't stopped because I mean like I said when he was on the show he while he's wearing a mask totally over his face it didn't you couldn't see his face yeah oh okay. it looked it yeah, looked yeah. like he had black pantyhose over his yeah, face yeah that's oh, what yeah. it did and a, right. like a Balenciaga bubble jacket yeah uh, d- again completely insane yep he says that you know he liked Hitler and said it multiple times and was like I think Hitler did good things. And that the Jews are all sorts of problems. A lot of quotes there. You know you're in some serious shit when you make Alex Jones look like he wants to leave the room. (laughs) He looked like he was like, I've had the craziest people ever on here talking about 
chemicals and gay frogs, and Kanye had him being like, let's, let's tone it down a little maybe, bit, maybe I think. Maybe we back that off a little That's bit. That's right. Maybe we back that off a little bit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it hasn't stopped because, like I said, he just released this album, or it's like going to be coming out this year, it's called Vultures, and he's working with Ty Dolla Sign, which, I don't know, Ty Dolla Sign, you still kind of like on this train here, buddy? Yeah, because yeah, for real. Um, like, yeah. It's not, as my football coach used to tell us, you hang out with garbage, you smell like trash. That's right. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's right. right. Uh, yeah, the old saying, you know, if uh, you're at a table and uh, there's eight people and there's one Nazi, there's nine Nazis at the table now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. But that, that sticks. That yeah. Lands. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're the company you keep. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't get much worse than an actual Nazi, which is what, what Kanye West Cardi B become. was. No, not No, sorry, no. sorry. Tila Tequila. Tequila. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But she there. had like head trauma. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Do yeah. we think that Kanye also has head trauma? I'll be honest. Like some of his behavior definitely seems like some mental health stuff. Oh, it definitely on. is. I, mean, I think he's massively bipolar yeah. and probably maybe borderline paranoid, schizophrenic, something. And sure. You know, it's n- nobody's business like what medicine he's on or if he's taking it. But that could be the reason for the behavior. I not think to so. justify it, but. No, it happens a lot this when you shit, see this like is wild. behavioral like behavioral health stuff. You'll see the pattern where like, and we've talked about this before on the show, but like somebody that needs to be medicated will get on medicine and they'll go back to normal, and then their mind tricks them and is like, oh, you're "I'm normal. Good. You're good. I don't really need this." Stop and they taking get off. it. It's a constant thing, and I saw it with a member of my family. It's just something that unfortunately happens, and you can track his levels of sanity probably and say this is when he's taking meds or not i think now he's fully off yeah because this his outbursts have cost him so much money so much money Gosh, at this point. his adidas deal alone gone yeah. yeah but his new his new album vultures it has some controversy surrounding the album's cover art uh, which was linked to nazism due to the artist which is casper david friedrich status uh, casper david friedrich was one of adolf hitler's favorites and the typography resemblances that uh, used by the black metal band Burzum, who I think they're Nazis too. And there's some outfits he's wearing that looks like Ku Klux Klan outfits. Jesus. Um, Jesus. Where's he going with all this, man? Like, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's a hell. <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't think. If he, there is a hell, that's probably where he's headed. I think he's on, you know, he probably is just okay with the Holocaust at this point. Yeah, and I know that uh, his school has gone to shit at this point. Like, I think it's, like, all abandoned at this point. It was a crazy concept. It was the Donda school, and then you'd hear things. Like, the kids could only eat sushi, and I was like, hey, I like sushi, too, but come on. (laughs) Like, breakfast, lunch, and snack. Yeah. uh, Sushi for breakfast? No, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you. I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, the whole thing was bad. Like, and uh, Kanye West... Maybe you can educate kids on how to create sick ass beats, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't want a California roll for breakfast. I want a cinnamon roll for breakfast. Yeah, I'm there with you on that. Yeah. I'm right there with you. They should make little tiny cinnamon rolls like sushi. I think you're going somewhere with this. I think so too. Oh yeah. You know, you yeah, have them in like a little sushi pack. You get some, uh, and you uh, you would need chopsticks for them because they're messy yeah. as fuck. Oh yeah, they are. And then you instead of the soy sauce, you get the frosting that the you frosting. dip it in. Just dip it in. Don't anybody take this idea. <laughs> Get your AHC edit, cinnamon roll. Edit this out, buddy. I was like, and this is the last episode. <laughs> All right. So Kanye, obviously, uh, massive problems. He's probably going to run for president again. Um, you know, 
I think we got to definitely revisit that, considering he's a legitimate Nazi now. Yeah, we originally had him at a 6.1. 6.1 was his original score. So, taking into consideration, on top of all the crazy, he's like Facebook. 7.0. 7.0. 7.0 for Facebook and Kanye. Facebook and Kanye. 7.0. And uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. is also a 7.0. And Rudy Giuliani is a 7.0. Oh, oh Giuliani. Man. That's, a, that's a decent score for Giuliani. Fart monster Giuliani. That's oh, right. Man. man, he's broke as fuck, man. His, talk about torpedoing him and Kanye. Both like, hey, man, pristine backgrounds. Like everybody's like, eh, it's America's mayor. Even if you weren't like a conservative, you're like, yeah, you know, he's, he's a good not, guy. Yeah. And now you're like, that guy's just like farting on the mic all the time and melting. I know, I hate it. Like, cause I mean, with Kanye, even like that through the wire was like one of the dopest tracks I ever heard. Oh, dude, oh, like, yeah. I feel, cause it, when we did the show, I wrote the show, and a lot of it was me struggling to be like, I love a ton of Kanye West <laughs> right. music. He's an asshole, but holy God, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I haven't really listened to him since, not even like intentionally. Yeah. It's just that as soon as. I start listening. I'm like, this you're is, a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so I don't know. All right, uh, buddy. What do you have Kanye West at now? So uh, one of the people that we've covered before that I see a little bit of a parallel to um, Kanye is actually Mel Gibson. I was just looking at his name. Yeah. yeah. So they both hate the Jews. They exactly. definitely do. And they both had really promising careers. They were at the top of their game, and then they just really went out on that anti-Semitic kick. And just went crazy, both of them. I don't I think, think Mel Gibson would ever say that Adolf Hitler was pretty cool. <laughs> I think Kanye really took it like to the nth degree. Absolutely. And you got to get, from what I gather, you got to get Mel Gibson pretty drunk to really get the oh, truth they, out they, of him. Honestly, yeah. you know, Randy brings up a good point. I bet if I got him liquor drunk, he'd say Hitler was cool. Yeah, exactly. So you get him. Have liquor- you really looked into the history? <laughs> <laughs> he rebuilt Germany. There's, I mean, there's a lot of good to him. I'm like, don't start nope, trying to. Nope. Yeah, don't. you can't try to start convincing me that he wasn't as bad as they say. Yeah, so I think that uh, Mel Gibson drunk is probably par with Kanye off meds. I like it. Nice. So I'm going 7.25. Awesome. 7.25 for Buddy's rescore on Kanye. Mikey, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I think those are both good parallels. You know, it's just, man, I'm trying to think of... Um, I mean, I feel like Kanye is as bad or worse than Steve Jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an asshole and whatever. Like I don't. I'm gonna go seven point five. All right, Kanye Wheezy, you've broken my heart. Yay, seven point five for Mikey's rescore on Kanye. And honestly, like that's one of the tracks off of uh, what which which album was that? Black Skinhead has a totally it hits differently now. If you listen <laughs> listen to it. Now, at the time, you were like, oh, I see what he's saying. And now you're like, oh, I see what he's saying. <laughs> All right. With a 7.0 from Randy, a 7.25 from Buddy, and a 7.5 from Mikey, Kanye West's rescore is a 7.25. All right, 7.25, kind of a round number. But, again, tied exactly with Mel Gibson. So good call on that, Buddy. Called it. Yep. And so think about this in your head, guys. So this is kind of where it stacks up now. Dr. Phil at 7.2. The new Vince McMahon score at 7.22. Mel Gibson and Kanye West at 7.25. And Charlie Sheen at 7.33. Yeah, it seems like that 7.2 right that company, yeah. is that you know kind of like mental instability area. 
Yeah, that's our that's our crazy corridor. If you belong here, you need to be on meds. Who do we got up next, Randy? All right, so there were a couple shows that I wanted to uh, to kind of revisit, and honestly, some shows that just quick updates on conspiracy courts and fireside chats. I'll dive into that in a minute. But the person that I want to kind of bring up was Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, so Hi. if you guys remember Elizabeth Holmes. That's right. Uh, she was the founder of the red-hot tech company Theranos. That's right. That's right. Um, and she claimed she'd invented a piece of machinery that could run all these massive blood tests of mm-hmm. just a single, a few single drops of blood. Yeah. Sounds good on paper. Absolutely. Like, she was claiming the uh, Army and the armed services had already endorsed this and was being used in the field. Walgreens uh, got involved. All of it. She oh, had, yeah, that's it was right. almost a billion dollars invested into her company. Mm-hmm. It's 900 and some change million yeah, invested. Just call it an even bill. Yeah, and it turns out it uh, didn't work. No. And essentially she had defrauded everyone. Yeah, I think that there was like her own personal scientists were like, this is not working. And yep. she was like, shut up. Yes, it, it does. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she had a Steve Jobs fetish where she kept on wearing all the, the turtlenecks. The black turtlenecks she, and yeah. spoke in a weird, deep, fake voice. Oh, yeah, she was honestly, like I said, those, those eyes, man. And we talked about it on the show, but... Like, I was like, if you're an investor and you're looking at those eyes, are you really sure? Because, I mean, that's, it's like the crazy is coming out yeah. of the woodwork there. And you're just like, I can't. Yeah. You, honestly, the idea that someone would literally take the Steve Jobs outfit and be like, now I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, no, that's the definition of a hack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just that's can't. like another bounty hunter showing up with like yes. a torn T-shirt and a long blonde mullet. Yes. And talks like this and yeah. has sunglasses and calls people bro. Yeah. And his name is Coyote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Coyote the bounty hunter. That's right. Yeah. 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 What? What? It's the yeah. same, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just that always blew my mind, you know? And it's also, I fucking hate turtlenecks. Well, this what do they true. say? Uh, imitation is the most sincerest form of or flattery. Flattery, yeah, yeah, yeah. flattery. Yeah. Well, ever like th- th- Bill Burr didn't call Steve Jobs uh, nerd Jesus for no reason. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like for a minute there, everybody was like Steve Jobs was like the greatest ever. You know, I'm like, I mean, Apple's pretty cool. I like my iPhone, but like the level that people gave him. Oh man, no. Yeah, cult status. And yep. it's how a lot of the folks kind of looked at Elon before some of the recent shit about Tesla. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. still do. They still do. Yeah. 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 It can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything he does. In fact, well, and we'll get into that in a minute, I'm sure, because that's going to be one that we that we'll have to, to, to revisit. But Elizabeth Holmes ended up getting found guilty. That's exactly right. In oh, January, yeah, that's right. Yeah. In January of 2022, a jury in San Jose, California, convicted Holmes of fraud and conspiracy over false claims she made to investors about medical devices she said could detect hundreds of diseases with just a few drops of blood. Months later, the federal judge who oversaw the case, Edward Davala, handed down an 11-year sentence for Holmes. She began serving her sentence at an all-female facility outside Houston in May of 2023. She was also ordered to pay $452 million in restitution to investors, including media mogul Rupert Murdoch and former education secretary Betsy DeVos. (laughs) I hope she never pays those motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) One factor that weighed heavily in Holmes' lengthy prison sentence was the hundreds of thousands of dollars she defrauded from investors, which under federal sentencing guidelines put her recommended range between 11 and 14 years behind bars. We did our show on Elizabeth Holmes in October 2019 before her trial and before we knew her fate. That's right. So she got 11 years in jail. And deserved it. She'll probably get out a little bit early. They say in this facility, if you Two um, and one. participate and yada, 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 she'll be in there for six, seven years, I would imagine. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, a, I mean, her life's over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? sure. What is she going to be able to get funded for 
at all moving forward. Nobody yeah. would touch her. She's a fucking pariah. And then even if she did get funded, that shit's coming right out of that pocket, baby. Oh, for sure. Well, you never know because what's his name with Fire Festival? Uh-huh. He's Billy, already Billy McFarland. Is it McFarland? Yeah, Billy McFarland. Mm-hmm. Is he's already name. talking about Fire Festival two and oh, stuff like he that. Is. And he's oh, already yeah. securing uh, money I'll, for it. Well, let's see when he gets when he actually like executes <laughs> on this thing. And he, yeah. everybody's gonna come out and be like, oh, "I was got an idea." I've got a lot of beachside <laughs> property in Ohio. That's that, right. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I I think like I said, she's dead in the water. It's a weird thing when that happens, and it is a, a question I ask myself. Like, all right, you're staring down the barrel of a long time in prison. You have no ability to earn money for the rest of your life because that fucking judgment is just going to haunt you for forever. I mean, maybe you can claim bankruptcy, but they're going to come for you no matter what. Oh, no doubt. You have no career. No one's going to work with you. What is left? Like, I think I would just jump off a cliff, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I'm not that. even kidding. Right. I'm dead serious. Like, what there's is somebody that no work with her. There's somebody that's going to be like, come on, we got you. I you guess that's your job. As like a consultant, probably. 1099, maybe. A consultant, like you're... <laughs> Like, can you imagine hiring Elizabeth Holmes as a consultant for your company? Well, imagine if somebody needs a part of their company to fail. <laughs> and they needed someone to show them the best way yeah. to really fuck shit up. She's like, consulting you're firm. in charge now. Yeah. She tells okay. the CEOs who to dress like. Yep. You dress like Steve Wozniak. <laughs> and you, you're going to dress like Bill Gates. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just don't. You dress like Mark Cuban. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool you guy. dress like Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, and this thing too, her voice changed. She gave oh, yeah. up the deep voice. Yeah. Oh, in court. Yeah. She now yeah. she's like, yeah, hi, hi, everybody. Then you're like, you should probably keep that going because it just makes you look even crazier. Someday she may honestly make your coffee at Starbucks, and no. that just no, she won't. Um, her husband, mm-hmm. their family owns like a hotel chain. They're like, Uber, oh, but are they still Uber married? Bar. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. While she's in prison, mm-hmm. well, for it's, now, she's gonna be gay for the stay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's some conjugal visits. That's right. All right, cool. So just kind of a quick update there on Elizabeth Holmes. Since we uh, we did her show, we learned her fate. So there was that. That was kind of a fun one. Speaking of gay for the stay, uh, the Tiger King. Obviously, he's not just gay for the stay. No. He's gay all the way. That's, that's right. That's cool, man. And that's okay. And that's okay. And I just may. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eat some hay. Yeah. <laughs> but he is still in jail after the uh, multiple attempts from multiple people to try to get him out of jail. Yeah. They have all failed. And unfortunately, the Tiger King, or fortunately, I guess, depends on who you ask, Tiger King is still in jail. He was betting hard on that Trump pardon. He sure was, yeah. I think he even had some of the Jersey Shore come out and like on buses that were trying to get Trump. I'll to, be honest, uh, I think most of America was pulling for him. Well, I, I mean, he I was think, the most sensational thing that came yeah. out of 2020. Uh, oh, like, for sure. Uh, news-wise, yeah. outside, like celebrity-wise. I The Tiger King one is... That show is so wild. It's a one-off, whatever. But I still just remember scratching my head and being like, wait, this guy's not the hero, everybody. Right. Like, he's yeah. not a good person. At all. Joe no. so Exotic, man. Joe Exotic. Yeah. I was like, maybe he used to be a good guy, but this guy is unhinged, violent, and let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's coercing dudes to do things. <laughs> like, that one dude, I mean, sincerely, you know. His I'm last just thinking boyfriend about or whatever. the stuff where he, like, shot the dummies. Yes. And so- yeah, he was psycho. No, man. and everyone was like, get him out. He's not bad. I'm like, no, he was killing tigers. Like, and, like just didn't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was so much bad to him. And somehow he ended up being, like, I again, I think maybe we've entered a, a new dimension or something. Maybe it all happened around... 
2016. Well, Clark, he's America's sweetheart. And well, people love him. That's it, yeah. What was the name of the chick that was in the show that he tried to murder? Carol Baskin. Oh, Carol yeah. fucking Baskin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carol, she got fucking death threats and shit, Dude, man. that, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, listening to that story, I don't think she's up to much good either. Honestly. No, probably you know not. I mean? I mean, they're all levels of bad. And we did a whole Tiger King episode on a fireside chat, yeah, yep. which is available to everybody. It yeah, is. Absolutely. On, yeah, wherever you're downloading this, you can yeah. find that fireside chat we did on Tiger King. You want to go revisit those glory salad days of early COVID? <laughs> Hit it up. All right. <laughs> so speaking of that, Mikey, I still kind of like to pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Okay. We did a fireside chat called Enter the Wuhan mm-hmm. on January 26, 2020. That's right. Yep. So if like you guys a remember. Month and a half before everything started to pop off. That's yeah. exactly right. So we kind of sensed something was bigger. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to say we had a crystal ball, but we knew shit was kind of going sideways, yeah. and this was weird. And I remember recording that episode. Yep. We had the hardest time saying the word novella coronavirus that's because right. at the time that's what it was called mm-hmm. novella coronavirus and then we started calling it the wuhan shaolin virus right. <laughs> yeah we kept calling it the shaolin virus yeah and i was had wu-tang on the brain <laughs> yeah. man god buddy was having to edit the hell out yeah. of it but it was the wuhan chinese virus that's is what right. it was called and then the yeah the it was just wild so we did that in january 2020 that's right country shut down a couple months later yeah i I still go back to that because i remember it all going down it's weird to listen to us talk uh, about what we think may happen and then kind of knowing what did happen Eh, yeah it's all right i had a like i like once it hit italy i was like oh this shit's happening like i remember i pulled i sold all of my stocks and was like I'm sitting on the sidelines ah! yeah when it fucking tanked I was like I'm a genius <laughs> I fucking told y'all I was like the border doesn't stop in Italy it's coming here yep. um, and then yeah it was uh, I actually I think maybe a year or something ago I went back and just revisited that show just to be like what did it sound like what were we talking about we were hedging a little bit but I remember feeling like this is something But I mean, once again, that was also within the first six months of us starting the show as well, because we started in like September of 2019. That's correct. So this was, you know, within our first six months. Mm -hmm. And I think the first reports came out like November of 2019. Yeah, they was really picking up steam in China in December. December. Yeah. Yeah. And then they built that city around Wuhan Wuhan. or whatever. Wuhan. They built it in like seven days or something like that. It was insane. Yeah. I mean, when that's like when you see like the power of like hard core central planning there you build a hospital in like seven days it's wild but yeah um and um yeah that was a weird year two years for everybody yeah it was, yeah, it was. still feels like a fever dream yeah um, it kind of fucked everything up and made everything a little bit shittier yeah it definitely did. everything's yeah. just a little bit shittier after covid yeah nothing's better the only thing i like out of covid were scannable menus at a restaurant really i'm the opposite i hate those you things. don't like them it's I a like code works i love yeah. them yeah. no no i don't like i don't want to sit there and have to pull it up on my phone i like the tactile sense even when we're here and i'm reading shows i print out on paper and i'm an old man you're looking at mikey and yep. i right now i i'm yep. holding an ipad yep. and mikey is holding a stack of papers that's right i want to yep. hold a menu and glance through it yeah i think one of the best things that came out of that was remote working because that, that, I mean, like everybody yeah. loved that. They had to figure it out real quick. Yeah. Companies yeah. that were like, "Oh, we'd never be able to do it." We're like, "Well, you better fucking figure it out." Yeah, and they like, did. Now and they did. Now They're it's like, hybrid work. Order the laptops. I wonder yeah. what Dell did because I mean, the business lease use had to just go through the roof. Oh, certainly. Everybody had to get remote top, you know, remotes yeah. to go home. Yeah. You Zoom know, blew up. You know, yeah. I was uh, watching. Uh, there's a new movie on Netflix right now, Dumb Money. 
that oh, covers yeah, yeah. the GameStop yeah. Uh, yeah. short yep, and all yep. that. And uh, GameStop was able to stay open because they sold uh, mice, mouses, okay. and they were essential for oh. everybody at that time. So that's how they got to stay open. Hmm. Everybody was like, "We're essential." <laughs> you yeah. know, it has yeah. to happen. Got to figure that out mm-hmm. real quick. That's right. That's right. So yeah, awesome. good, so, good yeah, call. That was uh, definitely one we talked about uh, early on. Another uh, subject I thought worth talking about that never goes away. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, As we, uh, if you pay any attention to that, he's now building self-sustaining ranches, learning jujitsu, threatening to fight Elon Musk. (laughs) I think it's the the reverse. Oh, it's definitely the reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I wish that would happen. I I wish it would too. And he's working on it. Win. Uh, who would uh, win Zuck, on that, I think Zuck would take him. Yeah. But I think if you gave Elon, if it was like a six-month advance notice. Elon's I don't think he's bigger, got. He's bigger. He's, he's got the bigger on him, yeah. but I don't think he would actually train. I don't think he likes the idea of fighting. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, he would like, buy like those machines you strap around your waist that move your yeah, muscles yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ain't getting that walrus <laughs> body fit, bro. And I'll be honest, like, I think that's the thing is that like Zuck, as nerdy as he is, he likes it. Oh, he's, he does. Like, this yeah. is a choice. Although, man, imagine sparring with Zuckerberg and like. You kick him in the head, like, and knock him out. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I'm, I'm out. That's so true. Like, if he catches some CTE in the stock days. <laughs> there has to be something. Like, the board, these are real considerations. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the board. Well, with Elon Musk smoking blunts on Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah. their stock tanked. Oh, imagine well, not only that. If what Mark happened? Zuckerberg got tapped out by Elon Musk, everybody's like the guy in Gladiator when he gives the thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> but like with Elon, what people don't realize is that because he has contracts with SpaceX and that is necessarily like with NASA and stuff like that, there's a very strict zero drug policy. And so he and the rest of the SpaceX staff were forced into a very expensive round of constant drug testing because he went and smoked an oh. L on yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah. Since he didn't inhale oh, an L man. on yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, they were Rogan. like, you can't. Yeah, you know, that's part of this contract. You can't do drugs if we're going to give it. Yeah, so that's another. <laughs> you're like, he didn't even inhale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. No, he didn't. Well, that's actually a really good segue into it because we uh, need to revisit old Elon Musk. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened since we did the show. Obviously, uh, he bought Twitter and yep. uh, we did the episode for Conspiracy Court for all our Patreon people out that's there. That's right. I hope and you enjoyed that one. Yeah, the episode is. Is Elon Musk intentionally destroying Twitter? That's right. There was a lot of interesting stuff in there. Uh, It's a valid question. And that's another thing that we want to uh, let everybody know about is, uh, you know, if you are liking what you hear and you're not a part of Patreon or any of our tiers in there, we've got, I want to say that this Twitter episode is uh, episode 29. Mm -hmm. So we've got almost 30 episodes and we're constantly adding every month Mm -hmm. to it. So uh, go check it out, man. We've got over uh, almost 30 episodes. 30 hours of absolute filth. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy it. Actually, there's some stuff in there that's like, yeah, intentionally funny. And then we actually have some that are more sort of serious thinking. I I, said the Twitter episode is, you know. It was fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. I think it's sort of interesting stuff, you know. Absolutely. And I I really enjoyed the very first Conspiracy Court episode we did. Is Stevie Wonder really blind? Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun one. And you can catch that one for free here on uh, just on all the uh, different outlets that we have. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We gave that one out for free. That's right. We wouldn't be a respectable dope man if we didn't give you the first hit for (laughs) For free. free. That's right. Speaking of dope, uh, obviously Elon Musk has done a ton of drugs lately. There was something (laughs) that was uh, uh, sort of uh, printed up in the Wall Street Journal by a journalist that's really like in the know and the 
you know, the allegation is that my man is taking heavy doses of mushrooms and um, ketamine and other things at parties where everybody signs NDAs and gives their phones up and stuff like that. Going back to the billionaire thing, they have different lives, man. They live in ex- they existed in different spaces. That's right. But Elon's doing ketamine. That's what the allegation is. I don't know if it's true. But can you blame the guy? No. He's <laughs> no. under a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know if I get stressed out at work, I just bang a full rig of ketamine, <laughs> call it a day. I mean, I just disassociate from my body. And I then mean, I, you said he has a walrus body, kind of like does. a horse. Horse <laughs> tranquilizer. There yeah, there it is. It's true. Yeah, that's a very valid point. Randy connecting the dots over here. <laughs> yeah. Little, uh, Dr. Randy coming back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we haven't talked to him in a while. It's true. He makes an appearance every once in a while. I think the difficulty that was happening with Elon Musk is that he just seems to have changed his personality entirely. Or maybe maybe we're just getting to see his real personality. I think that's it. I think yeah. he's so exposed now. And he his number of fucks given has reduced greatly. Yes. As but you can I don't tell know. by his Twitter account. Oh, for sure. But like the reasoning why, you know, that's, yeah, it's all kind of speculative. But drugs could be the reason. Could be the case. It's in Wall Street Journal. Well, well yeah, I mean, reputable. they, they, well, and I heard an interview with the journalist that, that talked about it, and she was like, dude, you guys have no idea the amount of legal fucking sort of restraint that we have in, in publishing something like this. Like, we can't just go out and be like, this is what she's like. I had plenty of sources, and we feel very comfortable that if anybody did try to sue us, that we would win that case in court. And I also was like, I don't really give a fuck about the drugs. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, I was like, it's a. I guess it's an interesting, like, sort of personal story, but it, it might be a little difficult to work for him or for one of his yeah. companies, just knowing at any given moment. Yeah, eh, you know. Well, and I think, and they brought your, up your CEOs on a yacht banging ketamine, like yeah. jumping off the top deck. Well, I, I think, and <laughs> no telling whether it's, jumping yeah. after him, he's not going to make <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Oh, that was the best. That was the biggest belly flop I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know if that was a jump or a fall. Yeah, Johnson, go get Elon <laughs> again. He said, "Oh my God, it looked like a fucking depth charge." <laughs> He's way down yeah. there. He's a buoy. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I, the, the, the person did bring up a good point, though, because they were, like, saying, hey, let's be, let's be real. Like, all of these Silicon Valley tech dudes have been microdosing yeah, like, mushrooms much forever. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the drug culture in Silicon Valley has been around since the 70s. So it's not surprising. I think it's more interesting that it just his sort of uh, total shift has been, like, Something about trans people bothers him immensely. And that's become a large thing, even with like J.K. Rowling. And I'm like, these people are really mad about trans people. Oh, and J.K. Rowling's mad at trans people? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yes. Like, extremely. Like, she spends a lot of her time on Twitter talking about like trans people. Dave Chappelle. Is she Harry Potter? The Harry Potter author. Dave Chappelle. Huge on trans people. And I'm just kind of like, there's like, honestly. Not just Elon Musk, but all these people. I'm like, dude, there's like a hundred thousand trans people in the country. Like, I don't even really have to think about them that often. But also, hey, man, like, do your thing. Right. I don't understand why it makes them so mad for someone to be do like. Do not think people look at you and judge you in the way right. that you look, you at, look them at them for, and judge them for you yeah. doing drugs and yeah. honestly, even like. You know, some people view him as the devil for just as capitalistic as he is, yeah. right? Being the richest man in the world or yeah. whatever. Like, people are going to hate you for that. Yeah. You know? I think the problem there, too, is that it's a sort of... I, and it's obviously, it's not the case anymore because now 
he definitely seems more along the lines of an anarcho-capitalist rather than sort of some progressive sort of savior figure that everybody that was first buying the Teslas thought he was going to be. But there was frustration because it was like, oh, well, dude, you should be like all for labor rights. And he's like, I'll break strikes all fucking day. (laughs) I, I, and then, and then so you're like, that was your first hint. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't think that he's going to be like a union organizer here. You know what I'm saying? I just can't get the vision of Elon Musk getting banged with ketamine and toppling over the top rail of a yacht down into the water. <laughs> that may be how he dies. Like, uh, honestly, like what's Epstein's girlfriend's dad, J- Ghislaine Maxwell? Remember her dad, the rich guy that was the British billionaire? He fell off of a yacht. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Or he got murdered. They're not sure. Dang. Yeah, so we dang man, dang dude, fell off the yacht. But I think yes, I think that you know brings us to with Elon Musk and uh, what our thoughts are on rescoring him. So initially we had Elon at a five point three, which is just above the average man. Yeah. So taking into consideration, kind of where he's at now. Mm-hmm. Looking at the list, ticking up. Looking at names. Ooh, He's uh, gone diet Kanye with some of his anti-Semitic remarks. exactly kind of where I was thinking. <laughs> and then, and, well, it's funny, too, because that happened. He lost all the advertisers for Twitter, which, again, if you listen to the to the show on, on Conspiracy Court, we get way more into that. But then for PR, he went with Ben Shapiro to the Holocaust Museum and is wearing, like, a yarmulke. Oh, and then really? now is like, now he's all, like, you know... Fuck Hamas. <laughs> and Jesus yeah, I'm Christ. just like, it's very erratic, you know? So I am going to put him in the company of Jake Paul and Nancy Grace. I got him at a 6.28. 6.28. Ooh. 6.28 is my rescore okay. for Elon Musk. All right. So for me, I think the parallel that I'm going to run on Elon Musk is uh, Jenny McCarthy at a 6.6. Oh. I think that, uh, you know, she was spewing off a lot of dangerous stuff about vaccinations and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, even just like MMR and Tdap and stuff like that, yeah. and uh, did a lot of damage. Aspirin and Tylenol. Yeah, did a lot of damage yeah. with her platform. So I'm going to put Elon up there with Jenny McCarthy at a 6.6. All right, 6.6 for Buddy and his new score for Elon. Mikey, what it is. I automatically sort of gravitate to the Steve Jobs thing because I'm like, eh. You know, it's a uh, it, he is the new uh, like nerd Jesus. Yeah, that's um, true. But I feel like I don't know. It's tough because like Steve Jobs was a really huge asshole. Like in his personal life, like parking in handicapped spaces and always shit buying like that. a new car so he wouldn't have to get a tag so he could always park in the yeah. handicapped spaces. But keep in mind, we just put Vince McMahon at seven point two two, and he's shitting on people. It's very true. Yeah, and uh, probably hunting people for sport. But I think Elon Musk probably does too. He might. Yeah, I think at this level. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to put him up there with with Facebook Giuliani and Jerry Falwell Jr. He's going to get a it. seven. He's getting a seven. All right, seven point oh for Mikey on his new Elon Musk score. All right, with a six point two eight from Randy, a six point six from Buddy, and a seven point oh from Mikey, Elon Musk's rescore is a six point six three. All right, six point six three. Interesting territory. Buddy referenced it earlier. Jenny McCarthy's in it at 6.6. And we have our notorious three-way tie at 6.66. That's right. And our three-way tie, again, we did um, Anna Delvey, Chevy Chase. They both came out to 6.66. 
And the first 6.66, though, was not only than Anton LaVey, who is the founder of the Church of Satan. Yeah. Yep. And we swear still to this day yeah. we did not mean to do it, but his final score was 6.66. I actually was bummed out when we read that because I was like, everybody's everybody. Everybody. Kind of but that, you guys yeah. have to realize that we aren't smart enough at math to make, <laughs> to, re, like, to reverse engineer that number. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. So, in between LaVey, Anna Delvey, and Chevy Chase. Follows the new Elon Musk score in between them and Jenny McCarthy. So Jenny McCarthy, Elon Musk, and Anton LaVey, Anna Delvey, and Chevy Chase. Okay. In that little top square five. There we go. Awesome. All right. So unfortunately, we've uh, we had a tendency to, it seems to kill off some folks on the show. Unfortunately and Un- maybe fortunately. Yeah, depending so on who it, it is. It kind of goes both ways. And I will be the uh, arbiter of whether it's of good whether or bad. Whether it's good or not. <laughs> All right, good. So the uh, the first one was Pat Robertson. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one for he, sure. He died in June of 2023, which was after after the show. Yeah. Uh, Ted Robertson scored on Pat Robertson. <laughs> what I call him, Ted, Ted Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, yeah, wasn't him. Different guy. That's his brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Robertson score on the asshole score. He was way up there, dude. Yeah, he was. He had like page. gold mines. That's he right. was yeah. He was uh, using money that was meant to help Rwandans to mine gold with dictators. I don't think it gets That's right. much worse than that. Yeah, we yeah. had him an eight point one seven on our on our scale. Yeah. So Pat Robertson, he passed away after we did the show. Uh, another person to rest in peace is John McAfee. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. We had done the show on McAfee um, as he was really in trouble and was going in jail. Yeah, um, yeah I think he was like hiding out in the woods and saying yeah. that they were that, that the government was coming to get him or something I, like that. I think if if I played a word association game with John McAfee, the word that comes to mind is cocksucker. Like he's <laughs> just. He's just a cocksucker. Like he's just such and I an tell you asshole. What, I can't get rid of his fucking. So I have his software on my computer, yeah, yeah. and I haven't renewed it. Right? Yeah. And um, yeah, it reminds me very constantly all yeah. the time. You're just not protected, bro. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's not by your company. I got mm-hmm. other means to do this, homie. But I think the only regret I have with John McAfee dying is that he never got to live up to his bet, which was if Bitcoin doesn't hit a million dollars by 2020, he would eat his own dick. That's right. Oh, yeah. And I would, I wouldn't have watched it because I'd be grossed out, but just to know that he had to eat his own actual dick was just, would have been great. Didn't he do a rap video or something? Probably. It was something stupid. Some kind of video or something, I believe. Yeah. 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 And uh, lastly, unfortunately, Jerry Springer. That one's bad. Oh. Passed away April 27th, 2023. It was right at almost a month from the day that we released his show. He died a month later. That's right. That was a rough one. We yeah. all love Jerry here. Everybody loves yeah. some Jerry. Yeah. Jerry was a cool cat. The only thing he ever really did bad was just dumb. Paying, like, Hooker writing a with check. A check. For, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't Sorry, pay dude. the hookers with your check, homie. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap things up, as we're getting into, you know, people that we should revisit there's one name that uh has come up in almost every episode at this point it is non-stop it is sort of a recurring joke that yep but it, there's a reason for that because brutally underscored uh feel bad every time that someone like lands in that sort of same range knowing how much i hate this motherfucker and how bad we whiffed yes. on our initial calibration of this guy That's it was right. early on it was early on it was so. early on i'll give us a pass it's honestly turned out to be a, some of it a net positive because we're doing a show like this now which is great this man has become a litmus test on our scale it's become a much talked about subject in terms of needing to be rescored 
he came in in a, an even number, which is odd. And somebody you all <laughs> know. play on words. <laughs> somebody, you guys, if you listen to our show, you know we talk about a lot, and that is Steven Seagal. That's right. Fucking asshole. Fucking Steven Seagal. So Steven Seagal was a show we did pretty early on. Yeah. And... Again, we hadn't calibrated From all this. accounts. Yeah, we yeah. were off a little bit. We knew how bad he was. But I also, before we get into this word association game, Steven Seagal, what's the word association you have? Rapist. Yeah. Seagull. Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> the bird, the seagull. Two very yeah. different answers. Yeah, yeah. Rapist and a bird. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's good. I love it. I you love asked it. me. I told you. No, I, that's yeah. great. Honestly, that's fantastic. So, what, all right. What's your word association, Mikey? Butt fuck. <laughs> all right. Nice. Interesting. <laughs> I just automatically go for the worst. He is actually the definition of butt rock, isn't he? Like, oh yeah. I mean, he, oh, yeah. his music he's a is musician. Butt rock. Oh, yeah. remember? Uh, oh, was it Moho Prince or something? Mojo. Mojo. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, One he of his did a reggae names. song. He oh. said he'd be want the punani. Boys, it was bad. <laughs> well, that's what, everything about this guy is bad. Not a redeeming quality right. to this man whatsoever. Uh, a fucking fake, a liar. He would bring women over to the house to say that they were auditioning, but yes. it would really just be up in his room and he'd be wearing like a silk robe. Yeah. Or, Rapist. Yeah. Human trafficker. He's right up there with uh, our boy Andrew Tate. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Human trafficker. Yeah. So there was a lady in 2010. She filed a, a lawsuit that she said that uh, he basically kept her at his house as a sex slave. And it got crap. dropped. But knowing sort of all the other stories of his, you know, whatever, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It's tough to say, you know, he hasn't been charged, but I just, as I, you know, Cosby didn't get charged for a long time either. Well, he is a police officer down in New Orleans, too, or in yeah. the oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so maybe he, you know, paid He's, his buddies off. and Everything about this guy, check these boxes off, oh, right? Oh, for sure. And, okay, yeah. fucking douche, wannabe cop. Like, who wants to be a cop? Like, those are the kids in your school that were getting beat up. I bet we have a couple cops that listen to our show. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. I've said it before. Like, being a policeman is is a tough job. But to cosplay as a police officer on the side, you're a fucking dork, dude. And one of the things that I didn't like about him was uh, I watched a couple episodes of his, whatever it was called, Lawman or whatever it was. And whenever he would be talking to the, somebody that was white, yeah. he would be like, hey, what's going on, guys? You know, we got to figure this out. Yeah. But if he pulled over somebody who's black, he would yeah. be like, oh, what's going on now? Well, you really got to tell us what we're going to do. Oh, you he'd know, be trying like, to get into that New <laughs> Orleans. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's, he always wears target range glasses as if to something <laughs> at any given moment something can happen and he's just, just got to get off. Yeah, yeah he just he needs that uv filter so he can drop somebody from 70 yards with a nine millimeter and a bolo tie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A bolo yeah, yeah, tie yeah. uh he loves playing the guitar which there's nothing really wrong with a guitar but like bedroom guitar guys are pretty annoying and he also plays with his he picks with his thumb like yeah. it looks weird when he's playing the guitar yeah so yeah. here's something a little more concrete um, t- <laughs> <laughs> Boo! In Boo 20- this man! <laughs> in 2021, Seagal gave a katana to Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. That's right. As Russia's Foreign Affairs Ministry special envoy while visiting Canaima National Park, Maduro referred to Seagal as my brother. And uh, Maduro is the president and dictator of Venezuela who definitely kills his own people. Uh, openly calls our gay friends the F word and is a big fan of human rights violations in general. That's exactly right. Yeah. Isn't he also buddy-buddy with Vladimir Putin? He oh, absolutely yeah. is, and that's oh, the thing. Yeah. Steven Zagal loves hanging out with authoritarians, right? He has an authority 
authority complex, which is why he cosplays as a cop and hangs out with people like Vladimir Putin, Nicolas Maduro, and he even hangs out with the one dude from, um, I'm trying to figure out what's that guy's name. He's from another, I think it's, it's not Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, another dictator. And he like, probably loves Andrew Tate. Oh, absolutely. Dude, 100%. <laughs> it's not this guy, Leonid Slutz guy, is it? Maybe. As I was doing some research on it, I just read that guy's name. You just like the name, didn't yeah. You? <laughs> it says Seagal also met with Leonid Slutsky, and it's Slutsky, S L U T S K Y, and of course it's pronounced Slutsky. Slutsky, yeah, but sure, <laughs> whatever. It is. It's totally not on this show. Yeah, it's Slutsky, <laughs> boy. In March of 22, during the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, uh, Seagal visited Moscow, where he organized his birthday party, Dick attended by face. many people connected to Vladimir Putin, included some affected by international sanctions. <laughs> Seagal also met with Leonid Slutsky, and on February 27th of 2023, he received the Russian Order of Friendship from Vladimir Putin for his major contribution to the development of international cultural and humanitarian cooperation. The, uh, I couldn't get that sentence out without laughing I know. from coming out of that guy's <laughs> he mouth. Did, he's an ambassador, you know what I'm saying? Like He, he reaches... <laughs> he puts the ass he, in ambassador. Yes. <laughs> he reaches the hearts of men with his DVD that gets sold at truck stops. Yeah. And nowhere to run. Yeah, exactly. Snapping an arm, changing lives. Under uh, siege. Yeah, his hair is gross. Uh, his face is gross. He's a fat slob. He's I, a rapist. I'll be honest, you guys know I'm kind of a fan of just America. And, like, he's kind of a traitor. He is eyes. a traitor. Yeah, he's a fucking traitor, man. Yeah. Vladimir Putin isn't our, isn't our homeboy. No, he ain't my friend. No. Dude, I love there's some movie, and I, I just happened to see a clip of it on, like, Instagram Reels or something, but it's some movie where uh, Steven Seagal is on a Navy ship. He gets brought on to it. Under siege? I'm not sure, but uh, there's a scene where he goes walking into the kitchen, yeah. and the cook's there, like, making a cake, and he's like, that's not how you make a cake. I'll show you how you make a cake. And he starts making it, and he just puts it straight into the microwave and hits start. He's like, this is how you make the best cake you're ever going to have in your life. <laughs> he's like telling it to like a, like a three-star chef or something yeah. like that, and they're all looking at him kind of crazy. And uh, that's what, I think that was under siege, because I think he played like a chef or whatever, which he's like, no, dude, I'm going to show you, hey, I got my degree from the Culinary Art School of Applebee's. Everything goes in the microwave. The CIA. Yeah, he said, first... <laughs> Culinary Institute of Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The CIA. That's right. He said, first you get a Tupperware. <laughs> then you just put some stuff in it, you know? Then you just put it in the microwave. Everybody loves it. I'm pretty sure it was a metal bowl that he put into the microwave. That, but yeah, I wish. <laughs> it's starting. Now, staying real close to this. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just remember Under Siege, like, only from the cake was the girl that popped out of the cake with boobs. Nice. When I was, yeah, when I was like 12, I was like, oh, I was like, but she doesn't have any nipples. It was, <laughs> I was like, so that seems odd. Um, yeah, so let's you, put a new number up on the board for this asshole. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. All right, so I'll go first. I'm looking here, and we brought up his name earlier in the show, a couple of these names, and I think I got him. I think I got him. I got him in between Takashi Six Nine and Don King. Okay, seven point five seven is exactly between those two. So Takashi Six Nine is a seven point five six. Don King is a seven point five eight. I now have Steven Seagal at a seven point five seven. Okay, seven point five seven for Randy, yeah. buddy. What do you got for our, uh, you know, punching bag and total dildo, <laughs> Steven Seagal? So for me. I'm going to put him up there even with uh, Mr. Ron Jeremy because uh, Ron also started to have some uh, yeah. some questionable... But there's... 
Both movie stars. You, you gonna defend this, Mike? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ron ahead. Jeremy, before you found out about the rapes, was like a funny dude. The hedgehog. There was never a moment where I was like, yo, Steven Skull's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he was always a douche. And then you're just kind of like, oh, of course he raped people. But it's, yeah. not, it's your score. I'm not saying, I'm saying I just, that's... Yeah, that's a good point, Randy. I'm going like, to defend another rapist. <laughs> no. Go ahead and defend Steven. Pre-knowing about the rape. True, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, taking that in. Yeah, so for me, 7.8, putting him up there with Ron Jeremy. All right, okay. 7.8 for Buddy. Mikey, what you got? This one's easy for me. It parallels exactly. I hated him before I found out he was a sex pest and a pervert, and I hate him even more now. Jared Fogle from Subway oh. 9.0. Wow, Jared Fogle. That's 9. right. 0. I hate that both of their faces. Junk. Wow. I hate both of their faces. They're both sex pests. They both lucked out with jobs they should have never had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not impressed with either one of them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I thought you were going to dive into Harvey Weinstein. Uh-uh. But, uh, I thought you were going to go with um oh, okay. Oxygen Thieves. Total waste of space. No extra value. At least Harvey Weinstein got some pretty good movies made. Yeah, he is responsible for, uh, what is it? Um, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Like, uh, there's, there's a, a there's lot a ton. Of- Weinstein, he's a horrible human being, but he made good movies. Steven Seagal made horrible movies. Jared Fogle touched kids and made horrible fucking <laughs> subway commercials. Fuck him. Yeah. Awesome. All right, 9.0 for Mikey. I thought you were going Kevin Spacey. Nah. Kevin Spacey also made good movies. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I like, thought you were going Kevin Spacey at 7.61, I'll be honest. Nope. I hated Jared before I found out he was a pervert. I hated Steven Seagal before I found out he was a rapist. Honestly, I I, I think Steven Seagal has probably done some stuff with an underage chick. Because remember what he did on the set of Under Siege 2 with that famous actress now. She was 16 at the time. And he, remember, he was sex pesting her. And she was like, I'm too young. And he's like, I've got girlfriends that are younger than you. I do remember that. That's right. Jared Fogle, all up in it. (laughs) Where are we at, buddy? All right. With a 7.57 from Randy, a 7.8 from Buddy, and a 9.0 from Mikey, Steven Seagal's rescore is an 8.12. All right, 8.12. Good company. Just above Rupert Murdoch at 8.11, and just below Pat Robertson at Mm 8.17. So, 8.12 is the new Steven Seagal. Awesome. All right. Well, that's what we kind of had in store for you guys for a recap show. Um, Hope we didn't disappoint too bad, and we know we always kind of disappoint in some sort, but that's okay. We uh, we gave it our best shot. We rescored some folks that we always thought needed some rescoring. Uh Awesome. We hope you guys enjoyed the recap show of Asshole Court. As always, we appreciate all your support. I've already alluded to the fact that we love to communicate with you. So when you send us messages, we love to hear what you have to say. We love to interact with you. Uh, gives us a little highlight of the day. Let's us know uh, somebody's listening at least. For everybody interested in all the stuff we talked about, Conspiracy Court, stickers and swag, uh, we gave up some awesome AHC podcast bottle openers uh, to our Fart Circle members this last quarter. And a subscription to Dubai Porta Potty Monthly. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, check us out, patreon.com slash AHC podcast. you got to put the full thing in there because we're explicit, uh, as you can probably tell if you've listened this far into the show. We love you guys. Stay kind to one another, and we'll see you next time on Asshole Court. <laughs>